We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Tommy and Trent is joining us again for another week. And we are three gentlemen who've made bad life choices and ended up Titans fans. Gentlemen, how are you? Big win on the weekend. Yeah, good. Yeah, good, Matty. Feeling really good. I feel like I'm starting a bit of a winning trend here. First podcast, first win. So yeah, mate, you're on can, a, can we keep the streak going? <laughs> Well, mate, you can't. No, you got to get two in a row. That's a streak. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good, though, mate. That we keep the good vibes coming. Yeah, hundred percent. Let's go, Tommy. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Really happy off the um the win, especially from our boy Toby. Um, I can't wait to get into this episode. I'm I'm excited. I'm gassed. Um, yeah. Let's go. It's 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 tough. I'll tell you what, it was a tough weekend to be a Toby Sexton hater, that's for sure. On the socials, a lot of people like yeah, they crying into their beers at the ground, mate. So. Yeah, mate, I swear <laughs> half of them were upset we won and that Toby Toby scored the batch winner, like <laughs> oh, well love 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 it at Tony. A Tony Toby uh, on field porn, mate. So it was great. Yeah, yeah, mate. It's, uh, we're Toby truthers, and we'll always be um, champions on Toby Island. And there's always room for anyone that wants to jump on. <laughs> All right, let's just uh, move straight on to news. Might as well start off since we were talking about Toby and uh, and we're just gassing him up. And unfortunately, in uh, his heroic. Um, his heroic uh, antics on the field on, on Sunday, Toby Sexton won't be able to get an opportunity to back up his inspirational performance uh, after fracturing his scaphoid. Um, the 22-year-old will be sidelined for the next four to six weeks after playing through pain during his 20-18 victory against the Dragons, which included a match-winning try in the 76th minute. Whilst it's disappointing for him to be ruled out, it has opened the door for experienced half Kieran Foran to return replacing Sexton as Tanner Boyd's partner in crime. Uh, further good news, Jojo Fafita is back to full fitness and training with the team, and he was named on the extended bench. And AJ Brimson has failed to overcome his grade two hamstring uh, in time for the derby, but will be monitored early next week as he nears return in the coming weeks. Um, gutted for Toby, but as we were saying off air, you know, kind of a little little bit of a blessing in disguise. It means he's not technically dropped, Um so he's still, I guess, the incumbent. But uh, you know, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna break your wrist, at least you're gonna go out in style. And yeah, it was just good to see him back on the field, man. And we'll get into his stats later on. But he he just he just looked like a totally different player from last year. And all those idiots that were saying he's done, he's gassed, he's washed after uh, you know a 20, 21 year old kid played his first season. You know, just shut up. 
look, it's good, it's good to see Toby back. And you know, I suppose we'll talk about this later on, but play with confidence and you can play through an injury like that and, you know, score that match wing try. Like it just shows where he's at with his, with his headspace and his game. Like he's, I feel he's learned a lot since last year and, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him back anyway Um, in that four to six weeks once he heals and you never know, he might be that 18th man and he might just pop in there and slot into the side nicely. But anyway, let's talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy you, you're happy to talk about Toby a little bit later. We'll, we'll, we'll dedicate a whole, at least five minutes for Toby. Yeah, pretty much. I'll <laughs> say it <laughs> Um You get a scarce bit excited when you bring Toby sexy up, mate. Yeah, mate. No, I always love a bit of sexy time. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't got the I haven't got the article up here yet, but um, Preston, uh, Jason, Jaden Campbell essentially just told everyone that he's not going anywhere. He pulled the wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. Um, I told told one of the clowns up at the Courier Mail that he's uh, that he's dedicated to the Titans this year and next, and um, his dad's been pretty adamant that he's that he wants him to stay on the coast, and he wants to stay on the coast, and he can see what's building, and yeah, so it's good news, and just got to figure out where they all fit in over over the next year or two, but yeah, it's good to good to hear he's um, fully committed, and boy, did he have a game on the weekend as well. Yeah, I think I think uh, that's music in my ears. Hearing hearing Jaden wants to hang around for a bit longer, um, you know, I, I couldn't see him play for any other club to be honest. So oh, for him to come out and say that, I think it, a, a lot of fans would be happy to hear that because you know half the time, like I, I don't know, they say it, but how can you trust the words that they say? Like look at Jai Arrow, I'm yeah. pretty certain he said I'm not going anywhere, and he gave us all a bit of an early Christmas present that year, but. Anyway, it's um yeah, I'm, and I kind of I believe that like Jaden he grew up around the club, like his old man when he was playing. I think I think Jaden must have been what five years old. I think he's twelve now. So um, <laughs> he's um I, I I think it's great to see uh, young blokes come up through the pub like him and and want to hang around and um, build a good club culture. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? You're hitting a nail with that. Um, you're hitting a nail on the head, Trent. Like, it's just really good to see. And it, it's a dramatic shift from the club saying so many of these young guys want to stay. Um, and I think that's just from the whole um, belief of making those pathways for those kids because we never used to have those pathways. And then obviously we did create them. And I think a lot of kids now are starting to realise that you don't have to move away from the Titans to get your shot. Because Titans will play guys who actually want to play. And, um, you know, I'm just, I, I don't know what, I, what else to say, really. I'm just happy to see that he wants to stay. And like you said, Trent, I believe him a lot more than anyone else because, you know, he would have been about what, uh, like, yeah, like seven, eight, nine, ten during his. Um, time when the old man was at the club. So, you know, having him come in and say, no, I want to stick around, I want to be here, that's massive. Um, it, it's just a big sign from the club in general that a lot of these young blokes want to stick around now. And, you know, some may have to go eventually because other kids will come through that are better. But, you know, you have the best talent on the field. You're most likely going to win a premiership in theory. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, good stuff. And uh, lastly, we've got a bit of signing news for the NRLW. Um, the Titans are pleased to announce that Foundation signing Karina Brown will be back for 2023 with one very important goal in mind, to bring premiership success to the Gold Coast. Suiting up for her sixth NRLW season, the 34-year-old signing was uh, unveiled at Sunday's NRL home game against the Dragons with former Maroons and Jillaroos Flyer delivering the match ball for the Easter Clash full of enthusiasm to return and it helps secure the club's inaugural title. I'm really excited to be back, said Brown. We've had a few seasons under our belt now and taken a lot of learnings that will hold us in good stead for 23. The roster is also shaping up nicely, so I can't wait to get into pre-season and start working on our combinations. It's such an honour to be part of this club. I love the passion and energy that fills the air, led by CEO Steve Mitchell and our club owners, the Frizzell and Kelly families. It's our dream to bring the first ever apprenticeship home to the Gold Coast, and it's an opportunity to great to pass up. I am thrilled to return for my third season with the Titans. Brown is the 14th player to be announced in the 23 squad as Karen Murphy continues to build a strong roster for a second season at the helm. The Titans are pleased to announce return of young local talents Zara Canfield, uh, Laker Clark and Haley J. Orman Munsell for the upcoming season. The trio were the trio were members of the club's foundation NRL squad at the start of 22 and flourished in their first two seasons of the coast, leading to representative selection at the back end of last year. Orma Munsell will join the Titans fresh from her first World Cup campaign with New Zealand, debuting with a commanding 34-4 victory over the Cook Islands after making six appearances for the coast across the first two seasons as a graduate of the future Titans program. Canfield and Clark also represented their nation with, uh, with the duo selected for the Promises 13 against New Guinea. Canfield, a dynamic back rower, scored a made international try in the outing, making the most run metres in the clash with 127 across the 49 minutes, while Clark was tough to stop in her stint, uh, busting through four tackles as a robust and elusive interchange forward. There's a few more about uh, about the girls, but um, Tommy, what are your thoughts on this, mate? Yeah, it's just with Corona Brown, firstly, great to see the foundation signing coming back. Um you know, she's a tough player, gets in, does the hard yards. You know, she'll take the ball up whenever you need her to. Um, you know, she's certainly certainly not afraid to put her body on a line. Um, and it's just good to have her back for the ex- um, for her experience in rugby league. You know, we've got a fairly young uh, side. Um, you know, we've got a few young girls on the wing in the centres now. Um and all around, she's just a versatile player. She could play wing, center, fullback if you really need her to. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to see her back. And with the young ladies, uh, Canfield, Clark, and Auburn Mansell, I mean, Canfield, I expect her I expect her to get a starting second row spot this year. Um, you know, it'll depend on Ralph Strand-Smith and what she does, but I think Canfield... With Shaley Bent in the second row will be the way to go. Clark, you know, I think she will be pushing for that starting spot in the forward pack. Um, if not, she'll be coming off the bench and giving, you know, what is a great impact. Um, and Haley, um, I mean, she's young. She's a great winger, great future talent. Um, you know, she unfortunately hasn't had much game time in the. Um, BMD Premiership as she had shoulder surgery, I think. 
but you know she'll come back from you know having her world cup experience with the Zealand. she played one or two games so that would have taught her so much about the game and yeah and I, i'm just really happy to have those four girls back and you know all four of them for me fit into our side fairly confidently so yeah very good Trent, you got anything to add to, to those signings, mate? No, look, I think Tommy just um, he he covered it all. Like I'm actually really pleased to see Karina Brown re-sign. Um, you know, I suppose one thing that we didn't have coming into our second season was um, we just didn't have like any hot old heads around. Um, and I think Karina Brown, she kind of she brings that with her. Um, and you know, Campbell, like, I'm actually a bit of a bit of a fan of hers. Or, or, Check in on how she's going. Um, each place of tweed. So, um, so yeah, I think it's we've got we've got a strong a lot of strong um, strong women players on the coast, and you know it's good to see that these players are coming through the ranks and and playing for the Titans. So yeah, really good to see. Yeah, yeah, very good. And that will pretty much do us for the news. Yep. Yeah, I'm just gonna pause this. Where is it? I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Okay, now off to the one we've all been waiting for. The Gold Coast Titans defeated the St. George Illawarra Dragons down there at Seabus Super Stadium in front of a bumper crowd of 12,452 people. Um, the, the points, the 20 points for the Gold Toast Titans came to a tries to Jaden Campbell, Philip Sami, to, uh, Toby Sexton, Tanner Boyd, three from three and a penalty goal. 18 points to the Dragons came from Lomax, Ravalar, and Ben Hump with tries. Lomax, two from three and a penalty goal and that um, crucial miss right at the end there. Um, and, yeah, that was pretty much it. There was um, a pretty... It was it was a really really good game. I thought the um the early, the first half was quite um quite enthralling. It was it was very um there was it was a real arm wrestle pretty much the whole way through. But that first half it was just just real gritty. The, both teams got into the grind. Uh, I thought the Titans defended really well. They put themselves under a bit of pressure early. Um, there was a bit of spice in it with uh, the, the the Frankie murderous Frank Molo um, trying to go for another uh, attempted murder. Um, there was a bit of a ruckus there, you know. The the Tino starting the biff with um trying to trying to drag Sloan around. There, there was you know there there was no there was no cheap meters in that game. Um, Toby, as as we've alluded to, was was just stellar. He controlled the game. His kicking game was on point. He um he wasn't shy. He, his defense was amazing. I think the defense all around from the Titans was great, apart from that try to Ben Hunt. Um, uh, towards the end there, after about a million fucking six agains at the ref of that that old um, Peter Goff just decided to give. Um, I just thought, uh, I just thought that the the Titans were 
something where we haven't seen from him for for a very long time was just just real scrappy and gritty and everyone was turning up in defense and and the defense is what won it for us no doubt but i mean sami was just amazing that's the best game i think i've ever seen him play um i'll just quickly run through his stats 275 meters 43 post contact meters three line breaks 14 tackle breaks and a try the guy was just unstoppable. Whenever he got the ball, he was just 10 metres. As soon as he got the ball, he was 10 metres up the field instantly um, with, with players dropping off him left, right and centre. He was just an absolute menace with the ball. Um, Jaden Campbell, the first game at fullback for the year, full 80 minutes, 183 metres, 34 post-contact metres, two line breaks, one line break assist and a try. Dave Fafita, 20 runs. That's that's a great effort from him getting in the work. 175 metres, 60 post-contact metres, eight tackle breaks, two offloads, 25 tackles. Um, Tino put in 100 and, um, and something metres as well. Um, as, I, I, I can't, I'm struggling to find a negative. I do have a couple of negatives, which I'll bring up a bit later, but I, I just thought that was just one of the most complete games We've had we've ever got to witness as Titans fans, and just the way they hung in there. Usually, you know, the the Dragons score in the seventy third minute. That's normally it. Titans give up, and the Dragons score another three more tries, and, and it's game over. And then, and those are the sort of games that we walk away and go, "Geez, we're in that. We could have won that far out." You know, you know, we just score one more try here or one more penalty goal here, and and you know, the, things are different. But no, nah, they just knuckled down. They got the short drop out. It actually worked this time. They got the short kickoff that worked this time, and they scored. They backed themselves on one hundred percent. Just, just stoked. So happy for for Toby. So, like to score the match winner. But not only that, the way he set up that try for um for um for for JC, where he, he put his body on the line. I'm pretty sure that's where he broke his wrist. He hit the he hit the line hard, got swamped by three. Somehow managed to get the ball out to JC, who had the smarts to, to wrap around and stay alive and score under the post. Just so much to love about this game. I, mean, I could go on for for hours about just how proud I am of, of what they are and and what they did. And um, you finally see the Brett White influence in this team with with the hard um, tenacity of the team. Um, they were attacking in defence. They were defending in numbers. They were there if they were if they were short on one side, they were scrambling and backing each other up. Um, just such an all-round performance. And yeah, it was just great to see. Great for the fans. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like it was just such a such a gritty performance. Like you you look at I'm just looking at all the player stats, like you know, like looking at Tino, Dave, like Sami was electric. Like what was what's that? Like the third, third most run meters or something by a Gold Coast Titan in history. Yeah, or something like that. I think we're talking about it off in the chat or yeah, something. I think like Joe Harrow got like three hundred and thirty or three hundred and something. Yeah, yeah, but you know who cares about him anymore? But you know we. <laughs> yeah. But like I think I think the the one thing that stuck out for me in this game is. Like all the players were playing for each other. Like if there was a scrap, they were all in there. Like I know there's there's a bit of a you know a bit of a hot moment there. Um, I think when you call out Tito with Sloan, but but really like all those boys, they just all stuck together and you know they 
kept sticking to their jobs and they got the result in the end. And I was a little bit worried when Ben Hunt scores. I thought, oh, geez, he's going to – he scored. Q's in the rack now. They'll score another try here or another another two tries just for consolation and then, you know, make us look worse than what we actually were. But, you know, to see Toby cross the white stripe, oh, my God, I was just – I'm pretty certain I, like, I threw my beer at the TV screen with joy, <laughs> mate. It was <laughs> – I was delighted. Yeah, I, like, I, I had my uh, daughter sitting with me and she, she was on her iPad or something. I screamed out so loud, there's Toby. She was like, started, <laughs> started cowering. As... <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I've been, been a huge Toby fan for for a number of years. And, you know, I was, I was a little bit worried I wasn't going to see him again playing in the NRL level for the Gold Coast. But, you know, I think he's, he's done enough there to, I know he's injured now, but he cemented his his role in the team and in what what that looks like in the future, I'm not sure. Like, but obviously he's working with foreign and um, you know, to improve his game and and it, it's obviously showing. And I think in in another twelve months, twenty four months when Foz retires, I don't know how long he's gone for the club for, but I reckon when he, he's probably close to retirement. But once he retires, I think Toby will easily just slot right into that. That spot there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think for me, the highlight for the game is definitely our defence. Um, and, and that is something that we've been lacking for so many years. Like, the first time I can remember having genuinely good defence would have been after the um, Henry era. This was just really good. And... I think what a lot of neutrals don't realise with this game, and, you know, I saw a lot of neutrals going, oh, this game's pretty bland, this game hasn't got much for it. What a lot of neutrals don't see is this is a game, like we talk about, this is a game that we lose last year. You know, 14 all up until the 73rd minute, you know, and like we said, like with Ben Hunt goes over, that's it, usually. That was game, but we found a way. And I got more out of this game than I have the entire season so far. More than a Storm game, more than our first game against the Tigers, I got more out of this game than I have any other game in the year. Because we saw a Titan side that would stick up for one another, that would defend us a unit that would trust one another. And the big play that makes me see that is um, around the 64th minute, um, there was a bit of a break and a ball gets to Ravalawa and you had Kelly and Lofi together. And usually, you know, whenever it is, those, well, more so Kelly, usually one of them rushes up. Kelly doesn't rush up. And even this Lofi, none of them rush up. They stick to the man. They trust one another. Kelly tackles his centre. The ball gets to Ravalawa and Lofi gets Ravalawa into touch. Yeah. That there might seem a small play to any neutral, but to Titans fans, that's a big indication that Brett White is teaching them to trust one another, to back one another, to give each other 
that that confidence that I can trust you next to me. Um, you know, I went. That was great to see, you know, especially on someone like Rafa Lava. Like, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Rafa Lava. I love the guy, but to see Lofi and Kelly trust each other to communicate in a situation like that, like that is such a big improvement just, just all around, um, you know, and then you had Tana's effort on stopping them by, like, plays like that are what make or break a game. Tana doesn't make the tackle, we lose. You know, based on scoreline, we probably lose that game. You know, and I think I think the other thing as well is it's like when Tana holds them up, no one's just standing there gawking. Like as soon as Tana gets the tackle, everyone's just rushing in to stop him by. Um, I, th- I actually thought that was in. To be honest, I, I yeah. thought, oh yeah, that's a, that's a try. Yeah. Percent. When they actually showed the angle, I was thinking, oh my God, Tanner's got under there. That's yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's it's that's just, it. and I think we were last week we were talking about Tanner last week and we were just a bit worried about him because we thought, oh, he's going to try to, you know, take control of this game and worry about Toby pinching his spot. But I actually thought that they played really well together. Yeah. They actually complemented um, each other really well. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. And then again, um, you can and relax Toby uh, Tanner as well with the kicking game. I thought having um, Toby's kicking game there really took the pressure off, and it gave Tanner a bit more time with the ball too, because he didn't all, like the, the the defense didn't just know okay fourth and fifth tackle man up on on Tanner and it's all, and you know we've got him covered. So and it just it did add add that extra that extra just gave him just a, a t- fraction fraction more space. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's it refreshing not seeing a bloody bomb from Tanner all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And well, just on that, I was going to get to that. Like Sexton, Sexton had ten kicks for four hundred and twenty-three meters. Like Ooh. that's the biggest thing about his game is his distance kicking. Toby is sensational. Like there was a part there we were on our own twenty, fifth and last. He gets it to the Dragons twenty. Yeah, on the full. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You don't get that with Tana or Forum. Yeah. You know, and those, that's it. Like, just, this is one of those rare games where all I can say was, I'm just proud. I'm just proud of the effort. I'm proud of the commitment. I'm proud of the defense. I'm proud of everyone stepping up. Not not one or two individuals. One to 17, everyone stood up. Everyone did their job. Everyone made a crucial play at least once in a game. Um, you know what I mean? Like looking at our stats, I mean, Brian Kelly had 18 tackles for 72%, which is, you know, very good for Kelly's standards. Um, Toby, yeah. you know, who's always been saying it's a liability, 25 tackles, only one miss. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he, he had a try saver in there as well in that second half. Yeah, um, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was just real good. Mo, 31 tackles, none missed. Randall, 36. Tano, 40. David, 25. Joe Stimson had 41 Oops. tackles. Yeah. You know, yes, he missed eight, but still 41 tackles is massive by him. You know, um, it just highlights that they're believing that, yes, we can score points, but 
we can it also defend. Yeah. And that that's been the biggest thing with the side for so many years is getting them to believe that yeah, so have to defend. Brett White, I feel now it's starting to really click into these young kids. And once you get a side that knows and believes in the defense side of things, you just build off that amazingly. And um, like we'll get into it a bit later on, but like this week will be a big test to see how that defense goes. And um, But yeah, and also too, just real quickly, Cruz Fleming made his debut. Um, wasn't, Sure, if he was, but you know, Holbrook threw him in, and you know, for the stint he had, I was very impressed. Didn't overplay his hand too much, he ran a ball really well, which is something that we haven't had in some time. A running okay, a decent running number nine, you know, he picked his runs really well, he defended well, he attacked well, like he was just a really good player. Um, and I, I can't wait to see how well he goes for the rest of the year. Yeah, I was really happy with Cruz. Just uh, his stats, he had four runs from dummy half for 44 metres um, and he made 12 tackles and only missed one. He only played, um, how many minutes was it? He was on for 29 minutes, so pretty happy with that. Um, I thought he fit in really well, Tommy, as you said. I thought he gelled well with the team. Um, there's a little bit of that Super League double pump from dummy half, which I think um, he needs. we can train out of him. So there was a few times there where it sort of held up the play a bit. Um, the game's a bit faster than, than Super League, and he'll get used to that. But very impressed, and 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 it's going to be good to see when uh, Sam Verrills gets back how they fit the three Randall and and Cruz and and um, and Verrills Verrills into the top into the side. Though. Yeah, yeah. What do you boys think of that little stink? Um, lucky no one sat down. I thought I thought there was at least three punches thrown in that, and Jaden Sewell came. Oh, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how, I don't know how Sewell didn't go to the bin, and how Aaron Clark didn't go to the bin. Dave Fafita <laughs> a cheeky one in there too. So, oh, so yeah, we're pretty lucky. I, I thought I thought Aaron was gone for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I didn't see the Damon one. Maybe maybe I blinked, but um, yeah. I, I definitely saw the, the Aaron one. I thought 100% he was gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was very bizarre. No one went in the bin for that. And that early stage, too, like we sort of fell back into the trap, the old Titans way of the Dragons went down a man and we, we you know, we, we let, we nearly let in points. We didn't really do anything in that 10 minute period. And they scored pretty much as soon as they had, um, soon as soon as um, Francis came back on the field. So got to work on that. But yeah, look, just, just on Toby. I'm not sure if I covered it, but he, his full stats, one try, one try assist, one line break, two line, two line break assists, one tackle break, 25 tackles, one miss. Just so good for the kid, man. After all the shit he's been copping on on social media and um, for not only last year, at this year too, and every time he's he's mentioned in a social media post, all these fuckheads are on, on there going, don't put Toby on to the bloody reserve grade. He should never be playing park footy, yada, yada, yada. Shut the fuck up. Toby just shoved it up your ass. I can't wait for him to come back again next year. Uh, well, whenever he's whenever he's healthy and 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 he, and he gets his opportunity again, and just just so happy for him. And you can just see what he means to the boys. Once he scored that, the boys were just they just flew to him and absolutely just pumped him and gassed him up. Like so happy for the kid. It's and special. You, it's so yeah. special. 
And in, in his pregame, his pregame interview, he's, he was telling everyone about how how much he's in a in a better mental space than what he was last year, and and what the time away from first grade has taught him, and and how he's relaxed and come back with a new mindset, and just so happy for the kid, man. And he, he shows he does have a future in this game, as you said, Tommy. And um, yeah, you just you just can't be anything but happy for him. Love you, Toby. Yeah. Um, I don't want to, but I'm going to bring it up. Um, Tino, as much as I love him, and I and I do, I love I love Tino. The guy's a beast. He's he's just he's he's our hardest worker day in and day out, week in and week out. But there are a couple of times there in the second half when the when the game was on the line, where he made a crucial error. I think he dropped the ball on our forty, or when he was running it out from our forty. And then he also what there was a penalty. He gave away a penalty when we had him camped down in their end. We had them on the third tackle, and they were only on the about fifteen meters out from their own line. And he come in and he just put a second effort, unnecessary second effort in, and just gave him a relieving penalty. We can't be doing that against good teams. If we do that against the Broncos on the weekend. We're going to get dusted. We need to clean that shit up. I love you, Tino. I really do, man. But clean that shit up, please. But other than that, that was a complete performance. And yeah, as you said, Tommy, just you couldn't be any more proud of, of the determination they showed. And yeah, happy, happy. If they play like this every game, every week, I mean, the, who's to say where we can finish? Top four, top, top six, easy. Yeah. All right. Now, the part we've all been waiting for, the Steve Michaels Award. Three, two, one. Who's going to go first? I'll take the first hit up again. Um, so my one point is I'm going to give it to Jaden. Uh, I felt like he had a good game on the weekend. You know, he got involved a lot. He had a very good chance at the end of the first half where he made a really good break. Uh, I think he had 180-odd run meters. He tackled well. Um, you know, he, he was just very good um, to come in for, you know, and to take over someone like AJ, it's always a big ask, and he did it to a peach. Like, I, I can't complain. He did his thing. He did it well. So he gets my one point. My two points, um, I think I'm going to have to give them to Big Dave. Um, monster effort on the edge, you know, 21 runs, 175 metres, made several tackles, um, just, yeah, he had 25 tackles, um, just worked his ass off again. Like, I, again, one of those performances where you just can't be upset with him. And my three points will be Philip Sami, best player on the field by far. Um, he just... Ran a ball. He took up the hit-ups that no one wanted to take. You know, he scored a very good try to tie the game up. Um, yeah, I, I can't be any happier with him. And um, I wish I could give four to Toby, but, um, you know, I feel my the guys I've gone with, you know, it was very tough. But, you know, the guys I've gone with, I think, had a very big impact on the game overall. No, that's 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 fair. So you could give points to quite a lot of people. This is a tough one to give this this week. 
Yeah. Trent? Yeah, I've kind of gone a little bit the same as Tommy, but um, so yeah, my one goes to Jaden. Um, I thought he had a really good game. Um, you know, he just seemed to, I felt like he was a bit everywhere. I feel he carried on from his, the Cowboys game where he was just a little bit elusive. Like, I think he got, um, I think he had a couple of line breaks in there, a few tackle breaks, like ran 183 odd meters. So, yeah, I, and he scored a try to, to boot. So, yeah, I have to give the one to Jaden. Um, two, well, I'm a Toby Sexton fan and, you know, I just couldn't leave Toby out of this because I don't know when, I, when I'll get the opportunity of Toby some points. So giving Toby um, two two points here, um, you know, try assist, try, you know, that 423 kick metres off 10 kicks. Wow. Like compare that to Ben Hunt of the Dragons. I think he had 14 kicks, so kicked 339 metres. Like he, you know, he... He was up against one of the best, and I felt that he, like, both scored a try, but he he outshun Ben Hunt by a mile, in my opinion. So yeah, two points for Tobes, and um, yeah, my three Philip Sami. Need I say more? He was amazing last weekend, and you know, I I wish I could give him more points. He was the best I've seen Sami play in any. NRL game, I know there's probably a few. I think I think he did have a really good game against Broncos a few seasons ago, but I think this topped that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there, Trent. I've, I've given one point to to Jaden for all the reasons above. Um, one just really great game, solid at fullback, solid in under the high ball too. He was under pressure a fair bit, um, just locked it down. He was uh, he wasn't lazy in defense. He was always moving. Um, there was the there was a kick. I think it was in the first half. He defused. There was a, the the dragons had a had a play at the thing at the at the line, and he defused the kick. And I'm pretty sure he got back out into play. And it was quite tricky after he made a tackle too. So he had to bust his gut out to the left or to our right. I mean. Um, yeah, just a really solid game. I'm looking forward to him to going up against Reese Walsh this weekend. Uh, two points to Toby. Um, the redemption tour, the resurrection on on Easter Sunday, just just amazing. Um, after after all the pressure he was under um, to 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 come back and put in that sort of performance, and he just from 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 the first, from the get go, he, he wasn't shy. He got in and did his work and tackled his brains out and. And um, really just knuckled down, really happy for him. And, yeah, have to give him something. And obviously Phil Sami, as, as you've all said, was just the greatest we've, we've ever seen him play and, and thoroughly deserves it. And really upset I can't give a point to Dave <laughs> again. Um, he was immense as well. And, um, yeah, just just good all-around performance. So very um, – very hard to pick this week, and and there's quite a few people that were that were deserving of, of at least a point that we couldn't give them. You've got to, you can only give out the three. So, um, congrats to all those that uh, that got the points, and congrats to the boys that, that got the win. All right, moving on to this weekend, 
the Gold Coast Titans take on the Brisbane Broncos, the old enemy up there at the Seabus Super Stadium. Primetime, our first primetime game, first night game. Or, yeah, they've all been day games or afternoon games, haven't they? So, yeah, first night game. Yeah, they have, yeah. Down there at Seabus Super Stadium on uh, on Saturday night, 7.35 p.m. kickoff, primetime. Um, the Titans have made a few wins with Fafida, Foran, Sam Mack. Thomas McKayley and Tom Weaver are all in. Toby Sexton is the only out with the injury. Um, and Kieran Foran, you know, so that Foran um, slots in for Toby. So pretty much unchanged other than that. Uh, Jaden Campbell and Phil Sami on the wing. Loffy, I mean, um, sorry, Jaden Campbell fullback. Loffy and Sami on the wings. Kelly and Shop in the centres. Foran makes his return with Tana Boyd. Uh, Mo and Tino in the, in the front row with Chris Randall starting hooker. Uh, Isaac Liu starting starting uh, lock. Cruz Lemming named on the bench as four, uh, number 14. Aaron Clark, Joe Vuna and Isaac Fasul Malawi on the bench. Taking on um, the Brisbane Broncos. Now they've got a couple of outs or at least one major out. Um, Thomas Flegler um, it succumbs to a um, HIA. Sorry, a uh, concussion. So he's out and who takes his spot is, is it Kobe Hetherington? Yeah, Kobe Heatherin comes in to take his spot. Um, this is a really big game. I think that the um, that the um, Titans are, are on here and the Brisbane Broncos are there for the taking. They have not been playing very well despite scoring big. They've been, just been taking advantage of very poor teams. If we can play like we did last night, minimise the errors and, and maximise defence, we're in with a shot here. So really looking forward to this game. What are your thoughts, boys? Uh, Tommy, what are, you, what are your takeaways from this Saturday? Tommy? Oh, Tommy's not there. Right. We've lost him. We've lost Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> right, eh? Um, Trent, what are your takeaways from the game? Yeah, look, I think if we stick to what we did against the Dragons, I think the points will come. Um, you know, Brisbane probably, they they didn't play their best game against Canberra, but as you said, they, I feel that they've, you know, they've been taking advantage of those lapses of teams in those late stages of the game. Um, and I suppose if you look at our game against the Dragons, we played a full 80 minutes there. So I think if we did do that, I think we could sneak away with the result. Like, I know you mentioned, like, an out there with Flegler with Brisbane, but I think there's a, some articles, it's probably just Curry Mallard just trying to stir something up, but saying Adam Reynolds got a bit of a, a dicky ankle or something like that. So, you know, I think we need to take advantage of that if it is actually an injury and, you know... I, I reckon um, we have the cattle to come away with a bit of an upset here. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a late change uh, with Joe Verna coming out and either um, Cleese or McKaylee making, making their debut uh, for the season debut. So I, I really think we need to take advantage of the of the bench. Their bench rotations, especially with um, Tapao and Hetherington coming on, that's when we need to... Um, we need to roll them through the middle and, and really get some momentum and, and some um, supremacy over the middle. Um, that's that's going to be the key to that. If we can if we can hang with them and, and put a few on them while they've got their, their starting forwards on and, and, and really take advantage of their bench rotations, I, I, I can't see 
how how the Titans get beaten. Just on there, the Titans have won their last four home games. Um, so aiming to make it five in a row and actually starting to turn the, the Seabus into a bit of a fortress. I saw a, yeah. a stat, uh-huh. I saw a stat um, from, um, I can't remember who it was on um, Reading the Play, I think, on on, uh, on Twitter. The Titans have won 14 of their last 16 home games when starting as the favourite. Right. Um, and I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I haven't actually seen what the odds are, the betting betting odds on this as of yet. But I wouldn't be surprised. Some sports bet for you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the if it's quite close and the Titans end up starting. If if Reynolds is out, the Titans would definitely have to be uh, starting favourites. So. Yeah. Well, we're, we're looking starting at three dollars fifty. Three dollars oh, fifty, and Brisbane are one dollar thirty-one. So wow, that's value. Into, man. That is some big value. Yeah. There's a value bet, and if you got a cheeky dollar, I reckon you should put it on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more you put on. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, responsibly, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> wait. Look, I'm, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to seeing the packed Seba Stadium too, and yeah, hopefully the weather holds out for him up up there, and and the boys, um, the boys rip in and 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 have and put in a good showing. Definitely, I, I wouldn't mind. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Um, of like, I really liked what I saw from Cruz last week, and I, I might be jumping the gun a bit, but I wouldn't mind him swapping out with Randall to start the game. I just want yeah. to see what he can do from from kickoff. Like, I'd, I'd like to. See, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I'd like to. I just like the service Randall gives at the start. Um, yeah, also giving Marola. I'd like to see Cruz come in. You know, at the thirty minute mark. Um, come, but it sort of messes your rotations up towards the end of the game. But if you can get him ten minutes here and there with with tired defense, I think that would be really that would put the team in a, in a really good spot. So be interesting to see how they they do that because Corey Pates is a bit of a running um, hooker as well. So um, yeah, yeah. Tommy's back. Tommy, what's your hey, take Tommy. on the game, mate? Uh, with Broncos one. Yeah, yeah. What what, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm a little scared. I mean, obviously the Broncos lost to the Raiders, so they'll be up for this one. Um, uh, but in saying that, you know, the Titans got to win, so we'll be up for it. And um, yeah, I I just think if you shut down Reese Walsh, that's the big challenge. I think he's the most dangerous player on his Brisbane side. Um, uh, if you can shut him down, limit him, that stops a lot of speed within that, in especially in the middle. Yeah. Um, then you've got Stags, obviously, who, you know, if you shut him down as well, that really limits. And then, um, yeah, obviously the Harves, Mam and Reynolds. Um, I really like Ezra Man. I think he's a very good number six. So he's someone that, you know, can really take the game, you know, if you need to. And then obviously Adam Reynolds is Adam Reynolds. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Payne Haas, a former Titans future star. Uh, unfortunately, that always hurts to say, but, you know, I'm looking forward to um, the battle there, hopefully. Hopefully between Mo and Payne, I would love to see them two go at it all night. And then, yeah, I mean, Davey up against Ricky, you know, I want to see Dave put Ricky on his ass several times throughout the night. You know, it's just... Let him know he's the best second rower in Queensland. He's the best out there. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, Brisbane have a lot of dangerous players, but I feel a lot of it backs on to you take one out, the rest of the team will suffer drastically. And I think the main one to watch out is Reese Walsh. Yeah. Because if he hasn't, because yes, obviously you've got Carrick and Ricky Payne, but I'll go through the middle, allow Reese to back on to the game. But I think if you shut down Reese, then it's sort of like, oh shit, who do we go to now? So then they start throwing it around to Stags and Mam. Um, you know, look, we can win this game 100%. I'm a lot more confident this week, especially after our win. Um, both teams will be up for it. Both teams will be wanting to get the first win in this derby. And, you know, to get a to go back to back for the first time this year and to get it over our biggest rivals. You know, that would just be absolutely perfect and it would set the rest of the season up nicely. Um, but I, I just want to see the forward pack really dominate like they did last week. Um, yeah. You know, if Mo Tato can get over Jensen and Payne, that'll be such a big help. You know, if Fido has to put the pressure on Ricky and, you know, basically point at Ricky and tell him he's the best second rower, you know, in Queensland. And then, yeah. you know, obviously Carrick and, you know, as much as I hate Brisbane, I adore Carrick and I think he's such a fantastic um, player. So, you know, shut him down as well. Yeah. The main thing, just shut down the dangerous players and that'll go a long way to getting us a result against these donkeys. So. Yep. Yeah. In conclusion, Titans 13 plus. Bang on. Yep. That's about right. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. You're third. Okay, Tommy, have we got any Twitter questions? Oh, uh, yeah. We've got a few this week. Uh, we've got three from our good friend of the podcast, Glenn Bretter. Here he goes. Hooray, top threes. The first one is your all-time three favorite jerseys from other teams. Because everyone's favourite should be the original Giants grey and black one. Um, have we got three jerseys from other clubs that we like, boys? Yeah. Um, do, 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 do the do the Queensland crushes? I mean the um the the Gold Coast Chargers count as as a, as a oh, separate yeah. team? Because because I, yeah. I, I I'll throw in a, I'll throw in a Chargers one. Um, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit left field. I'm gonna go a Chargers, Gold Coast Chargers, um, the original North Queensland Cowboys, like the 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 Navy. I think they had the gold chevrons, um, back at back in the day with the white highlights around the white bars, the original Cowboys one, and the um, I'm pretty sure the Western Reds jersey. I'm just trying to remember what. I'm pretty sure Western Reds, um, Reds, Rugby League. I'm pretty sure that was a dope jersey. Images, jersey. Yeah. That's an all-time Super League jersey, that is. It's the white body. 
with with the the it's kind of like almost a seagull slash giants has got the 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 red shoulder the black shoulder um the gold sleeves that's an all-time jersey that is no too easy what about you Trent oh geez um gotta dig into the archives of the brain here um so I'm also a Chargers jersey fan but the, I like the Chandler's Sponsorship on the front, not the home pinner and hardware. So I'm a bit of a Chandler's man. So um, that'll be one of them. Second, uh, I'm a bit of a, a traditionalist, and I, I, I love the I love um, you know the Dragons Red V or St Helens Red V. I, I, I really find those jerseys there. They're so simple but so effective. Um, and I think. Um, Titans did one a few years ago, I think, when BLK BLK jumped on as a as our apparel sponsor, and they kind of had like that gold V on the on the um you know the the blue and had the the hoops on the sleeves. I really really liked that, but um yeah, I think it was it was a I think that's close. We'll get to something like that. Um, and third one, can we go? Can we go back to BRL? Is that all right? Is that allowed? <laughs> I think so. I think that's, um, there was no caveats in yeah. there. So. <laughs> so, um, mate, I loved the the valleys, the four two valley diehards, um, shirts. So, that's a royal blue with the white collar, or um, you know, or white ring around the neck. So, um, again, another simple jersey, but but effective. So they're my three. Very nice. Um. For me, my first one would have to be the Panthers 1991 jersey. Um, so a bit different to what the current jersey is, but just there was just something really nice about it with the white and black stripes down at bottom. Um, yeah, and, is and that the licorice the, all sorts? The licorice all yeah, sorts um, jersey, yeah. Yeah, I, I just really like it. It just worked, you know, with the black and white stripes down at bottom and you have the red, yellow, green with the Data Uniforms logo, yeah. um, sponsor, sorry. And then you had the white, green, yellow, red on the um, sleeves. It was, That was just really nice. Um, the next one is the Eels 1986 jersey, I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check um, if it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, with the um, blue top. Blue and yellow stripes, then the yellow bottom. It just worked on so many levels, um, you know. And I, I would love to see them go back to that sort of concept of eels. I think they just they've got colours there that work really well. I'd just like to see them go back to that. And probably a, a bit of an odd one, um, the Bulldogs two thousand and four jersey. I just adore that colour scheme of the blue and white with the Mitsubishi um, logo in the middle of the jersey. You have the blue sort of V coming down, the Mitsubishi logo, and then the rest of the blue V coming down. It, it was a fan favourite of mine growing up, and then obviously with the old school Bulldogs logo, um, you, you can't get any better than that, I think. Um, obviously, well, besides the Titans early year jerseys, but you know, that was a pretty good jersey, I think. 
Um, so the next question, my friend, I ask, top three Titans games of all time? Hmm. All time. Well, I think everyone brings that. The Storm win was it in 2016. Uh, 17, I think. Yeah. 17 with Connie Hurrell in the corner. Yeah, no, yeah, it was 2017. Yeah. K&L, Keith Don. Back to it, yeah. Oh, RIP. <laughs> Probably another game where we shouldn't have won it, but we found a way. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the um, 36, 36 to 38, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 We love Trifest against the Storm, hey? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and then there was the the game against the Warriors to put the semi the quarterfinal, sorry, the qualifying final to get us into the semi against the Roosters. Oh yeah, definitely. And the first game we ever beat the Broncos. Back in that would have been two thousand and seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, that was our first ever game against them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that was I think that was, I was called out recently. I think I don't know. I think I saw on socials Brisbane's um sorry teams that played Brisbane for the first time or something like that, and Titans were one of the t- sides that have beaten Brisbane in their debut year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that would have come up against when the um, Dolphins played them. Yeah. So um, I can't remember where I saw it, but um, I. Didn't I, I remember the win, but I didn't realize we it was the first time we beat, beat them, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. What about yourself, Trent? Oh, geez, there's so many of them. I've been to so many Titans games in my time. Um, I'm gonna go off, um, uh, I couldn't tell you when it was, but it was when we it was at Thebus, and I think it was a Monday night, and it was just bucketing with rain. and Titans, I think it was 2016, was it, 20, it might have been 2015, 2016. And Titans managed to run away with it. They were leading something ridiculous at half time and they let in a few at the end, but it was just it was just puddles everywhere on the field. I've never seen so much water on a on a football field in in the modern era. Um so yeah, I, I think that's probably a a good memory. Um, oh, geez. I'm trying to think of other ones. <laughs> so many of them. Um, oh, gee. I, 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 I'm, like, I'm like you, Matt. I, I, I thought that, that game, I think it was a double header in Brisbane against a storm. Um, Connie Harrell scored the match winner. Like, I think that, that was a, a huge highlight for me. Um, and then... I think it was our first finals win. I think it was back in 2010. And I think yeah. it was against the Tigers from memory. Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Was it Warriors yeah. and Tigers? No. I'm no, we, we beat the Warriors. And then we beat Tigers in the last the round. I know Tigers no, were no, went Tigers. two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. It must have been the final yeah, no. round of the season. We played Tigers and then we played Warriors. Um, and I think back then, Warriors were they're a bit of a, well, I think they, throughout the years, have been a bit of a bogey side of ours. 
that had beat him in, in the finals. Um, I think that was quite quite special. So, um, yeah, they're my three. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. We um, got there in the end. <laughs> well, I've got two the uh, same as the rest of the boys to storm 2017 I think that's a very iconic game for all of us um, just one of those games that you didn't think you'll get a win next minute you know you got the ball back to Elke off off the Don Don taps it back to Hull Hull gets over um, in the corner and I can always remember Nathan Pates when I, when the referee blew the whistle, I can just remember Nathan Pete's ball went up the, at the referee for going to the bunker for that try. Um, secondly, like Trent mentioned, the Warriors in 2010. Um, that was the qualifying game, our first ever finals win. Um, we unfortunately went on to lose to the Roosters, fucking Roosters in the finals. I, I hate that. Um, we would have won but, the grand final know, too that year. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We would have absolutely that, fucking blitzed that game. We yeah. beat Dragons that year too. Yeah. yeah. Was twice. it Golden Point or – yeah, twice. So, yeah. Um, beat them at Cogra, which was a tough ass back then. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to swap my Storm game. I'm going to go with that Dragons game because I can remember that specifically now. <laughs> Matty Rogers, front dummy half, yeah. mind you. Like, this isn't – Going back 10 metres from dummy half, Matty Rogers, the audacity, and kicks it over to win a game. <laughs> I remember that game. That was a fucking amazing game to watch. It was a great game. Um, oh, and, and at that point as well, we were like eighth and it looked like we weren't going to make the finals. And all of a sudden, we just clicked after that game. And, you know, I went away from a uh, big one. But anyway, so yeah, the Dragons 2010, Warriors 2010. And then the last one, this one's very outfield. The Bulldogs round 26, 2014. Mark Minicello's last game ever for the club. Any of your boys remember who kicked a winning field goal on that one? Oh, jeez. Is that 2014? 2014. Yeah. Round 26, last round. This is the Bulldogs made the grand final, mind you. Was it Campbell? No, Campbell retired a few years earlier. Because back then, 2014, we would have had... Did we have Caesar back then? Yeah, we had Caesar. Caesar, did he pick it? James Roberts? We would have had Albert Albert Kelly. No. It was William Zillman. Zillman. No, he would have been retired. It was Zillman. (laughs) (laughs) Back off Zillman off the left foot. It's as beautiful as you like. Zip, zip, man. Because oh, uh, <laughs> I, I remember, um, so because back then, I don't know if you remember this, boys, but back then the four o'clock game on Chatter and I was delayed by an hour. Oh, yeah. So oh, <laughs> I, I was listening on the radio, and Expedite just hears Zillman, um, they have been shouted out, but it kicked the goal. So I went back into the tape, into the living room, knowing that we're going to win. Um, but oh, that was a good day, you know. And, like that whole game, I mean, we were like 18 nil down at half time, and you know, um, five five lower. I don't remember if you boys remember that yeah, man. Yeah. Um, scored, Don scored, Manicello with a remarkable effort himself. Um, and then Brad Takarangi 
scored a beauty. And um, yeah, because the, the funny thing was, Cesar had to go off injured. So we had Daniel Mortimer kicking, kicking the conversion. Oh. So that's why I had to go to field goals. That was a year more than um, came. Uh, he came mid-season, didn't he? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm... I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. The top three <laughs> NRL games not involving the Titans. Um, Ooh. 2015 Grand Final. Yeah. Um. The final where Brisbane got beat 40-0 by Parramatta. (laughs) And the game that sealed Brisbane Broncos' wooden spoon. (laughs) I think it was the Broncos v Bulldogs, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, those those are my three all-time favourite games. Fuck the Broncos. What about yourself, Trent? Yeah, 2015 grand final probably stands out for me. Um, Jeez, other teams. Jeez, I'm I'm stumped. I can't think of any. Um, I'm too tired. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, just thinking. Let's throw it. Let's, let's go to the 2010 grand final. I know the Dragons won, but it was good to see the Chooks get beaten convincingly um, after their after they beat the coast the week prior when we really should have been in that grand final. Yeah. Um, so I'll go that one. And what's another one I can throw out there? This is great radio. Okay, we're back. We had a few little technical difficulties. I think we'll rejoin Trent with his final game of all time. Trent? Yeah, so my final game of all time um, was the... It was the Cowboys and Roosters semi-final back in 2014. Um, the score was 30 points to 31. Chooks ended up winning. Um, but Cowboys kind of went on a bit of a run that year. They just kind of just found ways to win. Um, and unfortunately, just fell short of that grand final, but they were awarded the following year. So. Yeah, nice. That's fine. Very nice. Um. My three, I've gone with the Storm Freight Warriors preliminary back in 2011. Um, that was the year the Warriors went on to make the grand final. Um, I just remember Sean Johnson terrorising the Storm that game um, and he set up a beautiful try that was Benji Marshall-esque. Um, you know, that was amazing. The second game is the 2002 game between Newcastle and Bulldogs where Bulldogs came back in the dying minutes and El Masri from the sideline um, kicked the winning goal. And then my last one is the Battle of Brookvale back in 2011 where, oh, yeah, if memory serves me correct, Gwen Stewart and Adam Blair both got sent off. Um, they originally got sim for throwing punches and then they both went at it, at it again 
resulting in both of them getting sent off. Um, yeah, those are my three. Yeah, nice. Uh, just a couple more uh, for, from our audience. Fede J. Remy asked for Fader for Origin. Personally, no, being a Blues man. Um, you boys might say differently. I, Dave, yeah, Dave yeah, I think definitely walk in. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. I think he's one of the been one of the the form back rowers of the competition, let alone Queensland. Um, the, the all the all the um, uh, criticisms of him uh, of of previous years, which were valid for for a fair bit of it, were that he he's not doing the hard yards. He's um, not defending. He's not taking the hard hit ups, and he's he's regularly being one of the first one or two carriers of a set these days. He's averaging 160 meters. I think I think I saw him. Think he's averaging 160 meters a game. Um, he's got umpteen tackle busts. Um, I think he's leading the league in tackle busts. He's um, tackling 130 tackles this year at 91. percent I, I can't see how he doesn't make it. It'd be a travesty if he doesn't. I suppose you look at like yeah. the incumbent, like you look at the Nanai up in um, up in North Queensland, like he's 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 not really having the flash here. Yeah. And so you know, it's like who else would you put there? Yeah. Like really, like it. It's it's David's to lose, um, and I, he's he's still getting that criticism. It really pisses me off. Like I think I saw an article about players who need to step up or $1 million players that aren't living up to their price tag. Mate, he's doing what he needs to do. He's doing his job. Like yeah. last week against Cowboys, he stepped up. He was yeah. one of the senior players on the field and he stepped up. He got a couple of tri-assists out of it. Like, you know, he, he, as you see, he's, he's the first one in our sets. He's running the ball and he's doing his job. Like, yeah. I'd make what more can you ask from Dave? I think if you have a back row of Capewell and and Fafita, like that's that's a pretty pretty good set to back to, you know. I'd yeah. I'd I'd be I'd be picking him if I was Billy Slater. And AJ Brimson. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Wales free nail. <laughs> Not if it's pick blue eye, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play Luai. I can't handle him. Uh, uh, our last question for tonight from a new person uh, in Circo Formica. Uh, very sorry if I put you that. Interested in your thoughts on former Titans doing at world level clubs, Fogarty, Marzu, Arrow, SASA, etc. Not you, Cartwright, and I'm not counting Asako. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck your car, right? Asako, <laughs> look, look, I know he played for us, but you know, he's playing onto Wayne Bennett, he always did well onto Wayne Bennett, so I'm not really surprised. Fogarty has not been fantastic, let's yeah. be real. He, like, you, you can see it from the Raiders fans now, they're, they're not happy with him. Um, Marju, we all have a soft spot for the lad, I think, on here. Uh, but like we said, you know, it was a trade for workout for both parties. 
Oh, it's got a big winger. We've got a dummy half. Uh, I'm just happy to say it's doing well. Arrow, don't care because a because of the dog incidents and b because he told us that he was staying and he pisses off. Um, <laughs> and and to yeah, be honest, he hasn't. Arrow hasn't really been that great for Souths. Um, no, like he's. Yeah, like he 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 had he, he's still dining out on that one three hundred meter game he had for us. Like he hasn't ever really reproduced that that effort. No, and well, and that's the thing because you got Cameron Murray at lock. Like realistically, where else is going to play? Like he can't. He's not great at second row. Yeah. Oh, you know he can give you hard yards, but I don't think he can play prop for entire season. So, um. And then, yeah, SASA, I mean, didn't say much of the lad. I wish we kept him, but, you know, it is what it is. He had a yeah, contract year last year and <laughs> contract year last year and stepped up and went off and got injured again. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I, feel, I feel for him. I really do I've, feel for him. I'm, I've, I've, I've moved on from Fogarty. He, he is what it is. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't hold any ill will towards him. The, the my ill will towards him was last year was, you know, everyone acting like would release Cooper Cronk, um, just to play Toby Sexton. <laughs> um, uh, it, to Mal Fogarty is a very serviceable for a uh, halfback, and that's that's all he is, and that's all he'll ever be. And good luck to him. The other guys, Asako, like good for him. You know, he's back where he belongs, playing for Dad, and you know all the others. As I said. I don't really rate. I'm glad, you know, I've moved on from Jai Arrow a long time ago. I'm glad we don't have him anymore. Jared Wallace, um, yeah, whatever. The big one that hurts is Marju seeing him scoring tries for, for Newcastle hurts. And good luck to him. Like I'm happy for him. I hope he I wish him all the all the success. So yeah. The one that, you know, Cartwright and Peachy, they can get fucked. Yeah, I'm I'm still still a bit raw from Marju leaving guys. So yeah, yeah still uh, too soon. I, I still am watching Newcastle going to be honest. So um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Isarco, yeah, as you said, don't care. Did nothing for us. Did that all that try against Dragons and Golden Point Magic Round last year. Nothing after that. He he kind of just faded off in New South Wales Cup where he sorry Queensland Cup sorry yeah. Um, and play for Tweed and, you know, look what he did there. Um, one came from the grand final and he, he just lost the game in 30 seconds. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and then um, who else we got? Arrow. Yeah. Don't care. You can see Origin, he's falling out of favour. I think he sailed the bench last year and, um, yeah, he hasn't done much for South. He's doing his job, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm kind of glad that, we moved him on, and to be quite honest, I feel that letting go of Jai Arrow, like we could have paid him big bucks and kept him at the club, but the club chose not to. Um, you know, he obviously wanted to try win a premiership down at South, and look how that went. Um, and I think we've got a, a good bunch of young young kids coming through, and I think it's showing. Everyone wants to play for the club, and. They look at Jaden, he doesn't want to go to Parramatta, he wants to hang around the Gold Coast. So Yeah. 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 I mean if you they want to go, let him go. You pay you pay Jai Arrow the what nine hundred thousand he was asking or whatever it was. 
And they, that, you know, we don't have guys like Cleese Haas and Isaac Fasul Malawi coming through the ranks. You know, we can't afford to keep them and that's holding them back. We probably don't sign Tino and we, or we don't, yeah. it. we probably don't sign Dave Fafita. Um, so yeah, quite happy we don't have him. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, Herman, yeah, he's just, yeah, he was, I feel for him. He, he, He's promising, but he just has so much bad luck of injury. Yeah, and he never really did anything for us of note. Like, there was never, like, he didn't have a moment really for us and was rarely cracking first grade, so. Yeah, well, he got, he got sent off, remember? But, yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> but he, well, and I think that was the end of him. <laughs> yeah, that was his last game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very good. Yeah. That's it, is it, Tommy? Yeah, that is for this week. Uh, thank you for all the questions and uh, be sure to give us any questions after we give the Broncos a hiding next week. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that'll do us for another week. Thanks for sticking by. Uh, a few little technical difficulties. Um, hope you've enjoyed the show and um, hope we uh, hope you're all enjoying the footy on Saturday night. Get down and if you're around the Gold Coast, get down there and and support the boys, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Don't forget, you can interact with us on uh, on Twitter with at Bad Life Titans, and uh, have a look for Trent. He's always in our mentions and on the Titans. I think it's at Trent War. Is it Trent? That's it. That's okay. it. Get around the boys. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. See you, boys. Thanks, buddy. See you guys. Catch your slides. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.